In high school, I had a stalker. Here's the story. I'll try to keep it concise, but there's a lot of information for sure. I was 16 and we met on Facebook. He went to a nearby school and we decided to meet up for a movie. We had a great time together and ended up dating. First time he came to my parents' house, he had on an ankle monitor for house arrest and wouldn't tell anyone why. Red flag number one. And since he was a minor, we couldn't find out. My parents obviously didn't allow us to hang out, so we hung out at his house or around the town at the YMCA camp. I was rebellious and naive. Things started to get a little weird when I noticed his family was pretty odd. One day, we were having sex in his bedroom and I saw his father looking through the blinds. I screamed and called him out and his dad ran off. A stalker guy told me that his dad was just into redheads and liked to watch us, so it wasn't the first time. I went to leave and his mom was doing crack in the kitchen, so I decided it was time to break up. This is when it got bad. He started crying and told me that he's in cancer treatment and that's why he needs me. He doesn't have long to live. I believed him and told him that we could be friends. This is when the stalking started. He switched schools to my high school, but never went to class. He would just stand outside my classroom looking inside until the passing period. When I would leave class, he wouldn't address me. He would just follow about 10 to 15 feet behind me to my next period, standing outside my classroom again. I was too intimidated to say anything to him. He was a 6'4 heavyset guy, so I just let it happen for weeks. It started to progress to where he would follow me home every day. He would get on the same bus as me, despite living across town, and walk 10 to 15 feet behind me all the way to my house. He would just stand outside, just staring up at the window until around the time my parents got home, and then he would just leave. Finally, I told him to fuck off and leave me alone. I told him that we could no longer be friends or acquaintances and to forget about me. However, that escalated things way further. I started getting about 150 calls a night. Half of them were him screaming death threats at me and in detail torture methods that he wanted to do to me. And the other half were him just singing songs that he wrote on his guitar. Every time I blocked his number, he would magically seem to get a new one and just leave more messages on that. I woke up one time to see that overnight he had left me one of those dancing singing snowmen on my porch. He had stabbed it in the head with a knife and the knife was still sticking out. He covered it in his liquid deodorant that I previously mentioned liking the smell of. And I noticed there was a hole where the little song recording device was. When I pressed the hand it was not regular Frosty the Snowman song but it was his voice singing eerie. I'm going to have you forever. I'm never going to let you be. I was done at this point and told my parents, who contacted the school. They suspended him, but he still waited at my bus stop every day and walked in my home with me. One day he ran at me like he was about to tackle me. When I tensed up for the impact, he stopped and hugged me. It wasn't a regular hug. It was like he was trying to crush me. I was 5 foot 1 and about 90 pounds at the time and he ended up cracking one of my ribs. I cried and he started crying too before running off. He left me a voicemail apologizing in a song. 
The one night is a night I'll never forget, and it's the reason why we got a restraining order and my dad got a gun. I woke up one evening for no reason, just was fully awake. I got up to go to the kitchen to get a glass of water, and in the reflection on my fridge, I saw movement in the backyard. I couldn't see it well because it was so dark outside and so light inside, so I went to the back sliding glass door to get a better look. When I got closer, I was met with a silhouette of a 6'4 man standing there, just on the other side of the door. Stalker guy was in my backyard, under my room, at 3am. He was just staring at me. I yelled and my parents got up, but he was gone by the time my dad went outside. There's a patio right outside my bedroom window that goes all the way to the ground, so he could have possibly been on top of the patio looking directly into my bedroom window before. We got a restraining order shortly after that and the stalker guy dropped out of school. I haven't seen him since in person, but every six months or so, he makes a new Facebook and tries to friend request me. I just block it and report it every time. I used to order a lot of pizza. I love pizza. Well, my local pizza place got a new driver who way overstepped the boundaries of what is acceptable. He tried to force his way into my home to share dinner with me and just general creepy behavior. So I stopped ordering pizza. Well, two months after the pizza incident, I hear scratching on the outside of my home. I figured it's an animal outside. I live outside the city where there's animals usually looking for a place to nest and there was a nice big fresh coat of snow. So I do what I usually do and let my dog out. He's a huge 120 pound shepherd and he just bolts out the door. Again, not unlike him when there's an animal outside, but about 15 to 20 seconds later I hear screaming and swearing, then screaming in pain and terror. I scream for my dog to come back and he's a good boy and then I call the police. When they get there, they do a search outside of the house. They find lots and lots of blood and pry marks at the side of my house. We check my security tapes, and sure enough, there's a person who is trying to force the window open. The dog charges him and tears his ass and leg pretty bad until I call him back in, and then the guy limps off my property. At the front of my property, the entrance to my driveway, I have a camera that's well hidden. I get the guy going to his car and his plates, and the cops take it and go to a hospital. There's a lot of blood, so this person would definitely need medical attention. There's a guy that fits the description, and he said that he was trying to surprise his girlfriend and fell. I'm a widow and never planned to date again, but they came back to my house and told me this and showed me a picture. Sure enough, it was the pizza guy. They found rope, duct tape, a camera, and a knife in his car. This happened about two years ago in Iowa. I'm a Dutch girl and I was visiting a friend over there. It was obvious I was foreign. I was way taller than most Americans and dressed differently. The most obvious part was that I didn't know my way around and was always using navigation to get places. I was visiting my friend, but she still had to work during the day, so I decided to entertain myself. I was walking to the local Goodwill to go thrift shopping. 
It was about 11 a.m. on a weekday, so there weren't many people in the streets. I was kind of struggling to find the building. My eyes glued to my Google Maps when this dude parks his car right next to where I was standing. This was kind of strange since there was all kinds of spots as the entire street was empty. But I didn't notice as my eyes were glued to Google Maps. Then he got out of his car, greeted me, and asked me how I was doing. Initially, I thought it was kind of strange because I'm from where strangers don't talk to you. Then I remembered I was in the US. I responded that I was doing fine. He asked me if I was local. Once again, initially I thought it was weird but shrugged it off due to cultural differences. I said I wasn't local. He then proceeds to call me exotic. I felt uncomfortable when he made this comment. He started to ask me all kinds of questions about what I was doing in Iowa, and my answers were very short. I was getting more uncomfortable by the minute due to the nature of the questions. It was like he was trying to figure out something about me. When he proceeded to ask me if I was alone, alarm bells went off. I made an excuse and told him that my friend was waiting for me inside Goodwill and that I should go see her now. I didn't even wait for a response and just walked inside. I felt super creeped out, so I kind of stayed hovering near the cash register for a few minutes. His car was still parked outside. After about five minutes, he decided to walk inside. Luckily, I was out of his sight and just booked it outside and still wondered what he wanted from me. After reading some posts today, I thought this might fit in here. The story is not as creepy and eerie as some others posted on here. This happened in the summer of 2015. For context, I am a female, and then I was in my early 20s and at university. My house contract had ended, and in essence, I was homeless, but determined to make it all work. I lived in a flat of a friend and slept on their sofa. I was working all kinds of jobs, basically anything that was short term and that could give me some cash so I could buy some food and save some money. I was young and didn't have any work experience prior, so I couldn't really pick out what jobs I would be applying for. I would enter endless applications and hope to get a call for an interview. I applied for a waiting staff in a tea house just by the sea where I assumed that posh local people would go or tourists so it sounded perfect. The job was quite far from where I was staying, but I couldn't really be picky. When I went to this place where I have never been prior, it was absolutely empty. It looked recently renovated in a way not even finished fully. There were no customers, no staff, no one, just me and a man who was the owner. I didn't really think much of it as I usually get paranoid over nothing. It was quite a small place and it looked expensive. We sat in one of the rooms for the interview. The owner was a young man, probably in his 30s. He started by asking about my experience and what I was studying at university. We ended up sort of chatting about photography as this was what I studied and it has nothing to do with hospitality. However, he moved on to asking me what my favorite food and drink were. I didn't find that weird as this job was in a place which served food and drinks. When I was about to leave, he asked me how I was getting home and offered me a ride back. 
I ditched his offer, but not very easily, and began to walk home. As a young female without much experience, at first I naively thought that maybe he was just a nice guy, you know, and that probably the interview went well and I have secured myself some future income. In the afternoon, I received a text from this person who interviewed me only a few hours prior. He was asking me to meet him and tells me the results from the interview. I didn't respond. This was after five, so why would he message me then after working hours? He texted me again that he knows my address. Of course, my address and phone number were on my CV and that he was coming to pick me up in a half an hour to have dinner with me. I was shitting myself and was hanging out on the balcony now and then to see if he stalked me to my temporary home. I was so glad to be with my friends there who could have done something to save me. I don't know if the guy came. I blocked his number and never replied to him. I was also staying in a block with flats, so thankfully it was not a house where you can enter and find the person much easier. I feel a bit sad that I was naive and that there was an attempt for me to be abused or to get a job by having dinner with the owner. This makes me sick just thinking about how normalized it is. When I was in high school, the bus stop was about a 15 to 20 minute walk from my parents' apartment. I would get up early in the morning and had to be at the bus stop by 6.45. In one of the streets, there was this guy who would always be up and at his porch every morning during my walks to the bus. I'm assuming he was probably in his early 30s. Every time he would see me walk by, he would always make comments like, Hey gorgeous. Hi hon and kind of attempt to walk towards me. I would usually just cut the conversation short with him and power walk my way to my bus stop. After a few such incidents that clearly made me uncomfortable, I switched my route some and decided to take another street so I wouldn't encounter this guy on the way to the bus. One time I was walking and it was kind of dark outside since it was late in the fall. I saw someone was approaching me as he approached, he glanced at me with a stern look and said, Hello, beautiful, in a disappointed tone, almost like he figured out that I had taken another route and wanted to confront me somehow. I did have a few run-ins with him after this. Being a 16-year-old girl at the time, this really scared me, and I felt very stalked and sort of harassed, and his catcalling me in the street was getting annoying. So when my husband and I were dating, we reached a point where we decided to live together. Got married about 4 months after that. He lived in an apartment about 30 minutes from mine. He had not lived there for 2 months, but I had kept paying for it because of the lease. So he goes to the apartment leasing office, informing them that he was not going to renew the lease and he would be gone soon. A few months after this, his ex calls him and asks him where he's moving to. Mind you. They haven't spoken for months at this point. He saw her call him and answer the phone and was super surprised on what on earth she could possibly want. He told her that it wasn't any of her business where he was going. She proceeds to tell him that she was just checking on him and apparently had gone to the apartment complex, presented herself as a friend and the leasing office employee had told her that he was no longer living at the apartment and was planning to move out. 
I was so mind blown that they shared any information about my partner to his ex. I mean, that's a big violation right there. She also said wishing you well in your future endeavors. I was beyond pissed. My boyfriend told me that he had seen her car near his work a couple times, but didn't see her. She didn't leave him alone after this, but my boyfriend had cut off contact with some of their mutual friends as he didn't want her keeping tabs on him. I'm so glad things didn't escalate. She was clearly controlling, and in the back of her mind, it was okay for her to still somehow get a hold of his life. Update. I forgot to include something important. So before my boyfriend moved in with me and was still living at his apartment, he had a strange feeling of being followed. There was even a car near where he used to park. He had no idea who it belonged to. I personally think his ex drove to his place several times while he already moved in with me, didn't see his car, panicked, and went inquiring about him at the complex. That's the only reason she would inquire about him later since there was no sign of him at the residence. This also explains the feeling of being followed and that he was probably right. She then had the nerve to go look for him after they hadn't seen each other or spoken for a while. 